everyone, and welcome to Till Talk with Fisha. I'm your host, Fisha, and this week's edition of Till Talk with Fisha, where real chatter matters. Um, make sure you follow the podcast on social media. Till Talk is on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also contact the show at tilltalkwithfisha at gmail.com. Full as, the full interview will be featured on our YouTube channel. And uh, today, I am interviewing Miss Lindsay Bivens. She's the owner of The Author's Pen and has an unmistakable love for people and writing, which is at the heart of all she does at The Author's Pen. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Fisha. You're quite welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, when I was doing my research, though, I saw that you're a, a graduate and you have a sociology degree. I do. Yes. Tell, tell me how sociology and writing mix. Funny you should ask. <laughs> and I don't want to say that I haven't put those things together before, but sociology is really understanding, understanding people, groups of people how people think, uh, how they respond, behave. Um, and writing, I, I tend to attract people who write nonfiction or about their life story. Yes. Um, so memoirs, inspirationals built around a personal experience. Uh, those are people who have yes. some type of socioeconomic, you know, background and they're, you know, they have social construct. So it, it's all interrelated. Yes. Okay. All right. So with the author's pen, I, I love the title, by the way. I love the name, the author's pen. Um, it gives you an automatic visual of a writer. So um, I love that. But tell us a little bit about what you do with the author's pen. Absolutely. So it, we are a publishing support company. So usually when I say that, people say, well, what is that exactly? <laughs> we publish books uh, and we also support people at the same, the okay. same time. So we can take authors from an idea phase. Like I've had worked with several clients through coaching uh, to help develop content. So okay. we can take it from the idea phase all the way to publication and support with creating marketing strategies for a book project in a way that aligns with who you are and what you want to accomplish. So that's another thing that's really important. So I don't want to get ahead of myself in the interview, but uh, I find that new authors, independent authors, one of the pain points is how to really connect with your audience. Yes. And those are things we build into what we do from the idea phase. Okay. So we spend time early on. For those who are, haven't even written a book, we spend time early on really making the connection between what it is you want to say and who you want to say it to. You know, I, I find that interesting in that um, people that know me intimately, um, they always tell me I need to write a book. Like, my, yeah. my story is amazing. If you didn't know me, you would be like, nah, she's making that up. <laughs> uh, and I've thought about writing. I actually started writing notes about stuff that occurs in my life. Yeah. I never thought, I don't consider myself a writer. Um, I'm a squirrel, so the ideas and thoughts and words, they, they're all over the place. Um, when you look at what you do at the author's pen, mm -hmm. how challenging have you found this task to be when you are 
encountered with someone who's never written before, but they have a story and they want to get it out? Um, I can't say that that part of it has been challenging for me. Really? I, not necessarily someone who just doesn't know how to get a story out. I, I, you know, and I, maybe that's just what I'm graced with. Mm-hmm. I have the ability to kind of draw out what's great in other people in a non-abrasive way, you know, just through coaching again. So some of the success stories, uh, I first implemented coaching uh, summer of 2016. And I, I met this wonderful gentleman at a conference. I had a vendor table at the conference and he was like, you know what? I have this book idea and I'm just going to give it a shot. You know, he had an oh, idea wow. and we just, over a course of a couple of months, he and I talking one-on-one, we created an outline, we created, you know, fleshed out some of the content for his book, and he has gone on to do phenomenal things with his book project. So that's a great example. That part feels natural to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes the business side of things is where the challenge comes, you know, with helping authors to understand the business side of publishing a, a book and you know how to really understand the return on the investment and how to invest in marketing those things sometimes can be you know a mindset thing right because right. how people see money sometimes is very different and that needs to shift or change for them to see the success they desire but birthing the book i think that's the easy part really yes you know i, I don't know if it comes with the fact that you you're we've spoken offline and yeah our first conversation was well over two hours. So I, you do come across as a people person. So I can understand, I guess, um, getting the information out of the person would be easier for you. For me, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know where to start. I have like six books running around my office right now, full of stuff that has occurred in my life. And I'd love to be able to sit down with somebody and, you know, barf it all out and let them sort it out. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I want to say this, so this is common, and I was actually just at a book launch this past Saturday with a gentleman, uh, a a wonderful gentleman who wrote a book called The Other Side of Money, Becoming a Person God Can Trust. It's one of, it's at the very top of the list in terms of quality of content, so shout out to uh, the author of that project. His name is Roderick Waddle. He did a a fantastic job on writing the book. Uh, but I was at his book launch and there were people there asking questions in line with what you just asked, Keisha, and that was, what if I have so many ideas? I don't know which one to, you know, work on first. And my advice to her and the rest of the room Saturday, as well as now for those who will watch uh, the interview, is it's my belief that a lot of ideas is a sign that you have great work to do. Mm-hmm. Many assignments, many ideas equate to many assignments but then the challenge is not that okay this isn't for me to do the challenge is how to focus on what when how to prioritize how to listen to your soul and Mm. what i found in my my own life is the nagging thing (laughs) is usually the thing that you should do next you know that's your soul telling you and i think that's your soul's way of saying there's a demand for what's for whatever that nagging thing is that somebody needs it and not only do they need it but you need to act on it because somebody's waiting for that and that should be the thing you focus on first i love that yeah. i love that so tell me um what first inf- inspired you to start the author's pen yes i was first inspired by my own writing 
uh, process. So I wrote, uh, you know, lots of poetry to mm -hmm. heal myself. I went through a domestic violence uh, relationship. I was uh, physically, emotionally, um, you know, just beaten um, mm -hmm. in a relationship. And I, I survived. I, I was able to get out of that with my life intact but I was emotionally wounded and broken. Mm. And the process of healing that pain was journaling. And over time, I started feeling like, you know, I don't want the, the poems to die. You know, I want other people to be blessed by what I have written. And that's where publishing came in. I, I hired a small publishing company to help support that. And they did a wonderful job with helping me produce a book, but it fell flat after I published. So I had no education, no information, no idea how to connect what I had to say with the right audience, mm. right? So that's something that was, it created some new purpose in me. Had I not written that first book, I would not have been able to help. I've published over a dozen books now for other people and served, you know, a dozen other people through coaching and ah. editing. Yes. Yeah, so there are dozens of people who who would not have had whatever's great in me had I not walked through that process. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You know, uh, domestic violence is a whole show in itself. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you were able to find the strength to get out yes. and not wallow in it and, you know, find your voice after yeah. the fact because, um, yeah, that's a whole nother show. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> I do. Um, while you were speaking, I I I wanted to interrupt, but I I'm waiting. Mm -hmm. um, is there a poem that you wrote that you would like to share with us? Ooh, on the spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Um, it doesn't have to be memorized, but I'm sure there's one that pops in your head. Yeah, um, living words. There is a poem. One of my favorites is "Living Words." Um, I have a, a few that I really like, um, and I, I don't have them memorized. So that's me admitting it. It's been so long since I've recited poetry. Oh God! Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking around the office. Like, you, know, you know, Teal talk is spontaneous like that. We do that to you. We'll put you on the spot. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh God! Wait a minute. Let me <laughs> I don't have all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll let you off the hook on that one. Yeah. Um, so as an entrepreneur, a lot of people, um, especially myself, we tend to wear several hats. Um, yeah. Tell our listeners a little bit about who Lindsay is and the hats that you wear as an entrepreneur. Oh, wow. So I am, um, you know, kind of back office. <laughs> handle back office, I handle accounting, I handle um, onboarding clients, the sales process, uh, follow-up, customer service, you name it, I do it. I do hire out some components at times. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I hire out help or proofreading. So we, something that we uh, guarantee with every project we work on is that there will be two complete read-throughs by two people. Uh, so we get in, we dig in, and we are fully committed. You know, there are platforms where people can upload a book. Nobody ever reads it. Nobody cares about the quality of your content. But we are a very different outfit. Absolutely. Okay. We have two, two people who have college degrees and love reading. And, you know, we really help with the, the construct of the interior of the book. So I do have help with that. I hire some of that out. I hire out 
some of the graphic things um, in my business, but primarily maybe like 99% of what's happening is this girl. So you I, are what uh, we consider a solopreneur. Yes, yes, I have not. I've yet to hire full-time help in the business. I do have an application open for part-time help. Mm -hmm. uh, my goal is to, you know, the end of this year, beginning of 2019, is to hire consistent help in the business because we have some new things we are rolling out. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome, though. Yes. Um, so let me ask you this. When you look back at your business, you've been in business how long now? Two years? Yeah, into the third year now. So 2016, uh, March 2016, so just over two years. So what are your thoughts about community as it relates to your business? Community, how we connect with the community? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a great thought because we are, I come from community outreach background. So when okay. I say background, I was very active in ministry. I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and over, I served over the youth ministry at my church in Jacksonville, and we would take the kids out to pick up trash. We would take them to the soup kitchens. We would take them to the nursing homes. So those are things that are, they run deep in me. And even when I worked in corporate America, I led community outreach at the bank I was with. So really? I would organize volunteer efforts uh, in the Jacksonville uh, community. Um, you know, I feel like, um, especially as entrepreneurs, it's our duty to give back to the community Absolutely. in some way or form. Um, and like you in corporate America, um, I was on the community outreach committee. Yeah. Um, it just gives you a sense of value. Absolutely. And I think it also awakens your senses to the fact that you're in a community. Yeah. I think a lot of people on average, just live their life. They go to the store, they go to the gas station, yes. go to different events. But, you know, and it's so funny because I, I, I'll see people in their workplace, like at Walgreens. Yes. And then I see them out in the community, you know, at a restaurant. You're looking at them like, I know her from somewhere. I know you from. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm your Walgreens lady. I'm like, ah. But you're so your brain is so conditioned to just see them at Walgreens. You forget they're humans. They're people in the community that we live in, and we service them outside of their immediate workplace. So I like that you um, you do community work um, in the community. So now you're not in Jacksonville anymore. You're in Texas, right? Correct. I'm currently in Houston, Texas, and I've done a couple of things with community here. Still finding. Um, the right type of give back opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I just recently volunteered, I taught a day of learning at a, a girls entrepreneur summer camp. Oh, okay. So it was really cool. So that's a, a give back component. It was a girls camp and it's a nonprofit oriented um, camp. Uh, so that was a give back moment for us just this past summer. Um, Were they young authors? No, they were actually entrepreneurs. So because oh. I'm an entrepreneur and the nature of my business is writing, you know, mm -hmm. I have a lot of experience. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I love that the kids are, right. I love that. How, yeah. how, what were the ages? They were teen girls. So I want to say okay. between 12, 15, they were teenage girls who want to start their own businesses. So <sighs> I think it's phenomenal. It to is. To them at that age. That is. I mean, because when, 
I I know you're a little bit younger than me. A lot younger than me. Uh, but when know. I was growing up, they, you know, we we weren't encouraged to go to, you know, start your own business or be self-employed. It was, mm -hmm. you know, graduate high school, go to college, start a family, yeah. and live happily ever after. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think it is awesome that more of our youth are getting um, involved with entrepreneurship and you know starting their own businesses because really that's the the backbone of america Absolutely. You know, it started on you know from small businesses and they grow and morph into large corporations and mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to employ others yeah. and educate others so that it helps them with their families and grow so each segment on till talk as you know it stands for teach educate acknowledge and lead yeah. Um, I always ask my guests to pick a letter and expound on that. So it's your turn, Lindsay. Pick one of the Teal Talk letters and give us your take on it. Uh, on teach, educate, <laughs> acknowledge, or lead. Uh, let's say lead. Okay, leadership, go right ahead. Yes. So uh, of late, I have embarked on some new endeavors uh, with the conference tour that we're putting on this year. Mm -hmm. and something that has surfaced for me in this process is understanding the type of leader that I am. Okay. Because as you mentioned, you know, being a solopreneur and even though I've had, I've been blessed to work with people and hire out. So I've been able to hire and pay and people for things, even though I don't have a consistent payroll employee. Okay. Uh, but it has it has come to me that uh, developing my leadership skills is going to be important as we evolve the business and as we take steps forward to bring people together, which is the conference that we're doing. Um, so leading for me is not just about telling people what to do. Leading, in my opinion, is more about the, what you demonstrate. Mm -hmm. It's more about how you make people feel. It's more about preparing others to lead and not necessarily follow what you're doing. Um, and I don't, you know, this is, you know, kind of getting into the thought process about the conference, but that's what I've learned. Like leading is you being willing to do the work as a representation of awesome, of where, how to step forward in life, uh, and how to do things. It's not about barking orders. It's not about asking people to do something to help you that you're not willing to do yourself. Mm. Um, I believe real true leadership is demonstrating how to lead and developing others to lead. I like that. And I agree with that. Um, and being able to identify what type of leader you are, mm -hmm. um, to me speaks volumes yeah. because it's gonna, it, it, it leaves an impression on the people that you're speaking to or, yeah. you know, that are following behind you. And you're right. It does speak volumes as far as, um, being, being willing to do the work yourself. You know, a lot of people, really don't understand the role of leadership and how it impacts those people around them. But when they look around to the left and the right and you're the only one standing, mm -hmm. you might want to dust that off and try again. So, yeah. <laughs> so switching gears a little bit, um, mm -hmm. you, you spoke a little bit about your conference that's coming up July 21st, um, yes. titled My Message Matters. And I think that's how I found you, um, was on Instagram. Uh, and I actually uh, bumped into one of your speakers, Jay. She is awesome. She is just a walking billboard of uh, be your own person. I just love her, period. Um, so let's talk about My Message Matters and this conference that's coming up in Jacksonville, July 20th. Yeah. 
So my message matters. This is my baby. Oh, my other baby. My other baby. <laughs> so my message matters is uh, we're doing a conference tour this year. Um, mm-hmm. Starting in Florida, like you mentioned, July 21st. Uh, the conference is is meant to help everybody step forward and be all that they can be. And that's, that sounds like fluff, but let me tell you what I mean by that. Okay. Over the last couple of years in the process of starting my business, when things weren't happening quickly and when there, you know, when clients were coming slowly, I began to question like, okay, Lord, is this really what I'm meant to do? And not so much is it what I'm meant to do, but does it matter to anybody but me? right? You walk through the dry season where you question, okay, this is where you get vetted in your business, right? Mm. This is the vetting process. Like if nobody's checking for me, is this really, am I committed to it to the degree that I will retool, tweak it, come at it, you know, um, evaluate it, evaluate myself. So during that season, that's where the thought for my message matters came from. I began to say, okay, Lord, is this what, you know, does this matter to me? Does it matter to everybody else? And the answer that came up from that questioning was my message matters. And over the course of time, what's been revealed to me, Fisha, and everybody who will watch our, our interview, what came to me was, this isn't about what we have to say necessarily. It's not exclusive to what we have to say. I believe we're all packaged with something when we come to this earth. We all have something we are meant to say, to do, to create um, around the God-given gift or talent, right? So then that broadens, it broadened my scope about understanding what my message matters is supposed to stand for. Uh, The day of learning, it's a day of learning in four cities, but the day of learning, we have the kind of people coming to share, present, who can help speakers, authors, business owners, because all of those things, coaches, um, people who are in corporate, who have the itch to step out and do entrepreneurship, but they don't have the tools. Because look, everybody can pump you up and inspire you and empower you and get you, you know, on an emotional high, but Mm -hmm. walk away. So, and I say this from experience, I've been to lots of conferences. I've even been to international conferences over this past year, more than, I've been to two, two conferences, excuse me. But what I notice is that people in other parts of the world, they invest in their next level. Oh. They invest. They, people in other parts of the world, they make a deposit on what they want. Mm. That's a different mindset. Yes, it is. Yes, that, it is. It spoke volumes to me because I have seen, I have seen growth in both my personal and professional life because I made an investment on what's next. And the conference really is my own spin on the learning experiences that I've had. And there's some conferences I've been to where you walk away feeling good, like there's that emotional thing happen, mm-hmm. happening, but there, there's no strategy. There's nothing you can apply right now to see change. And for me, it was, it was important to bring people to speak and share who mm-hmm. can download strategy. Thank you. Yeah. I'm officially excited about this event now. <laughs> yeah. That is like... When I when I see the uh, conferences on Eventbrite, yeah, I look at the time frame. I'm like, oh my god, it's an eight hour. Oh my god, it's six hours. It's five hours. I am the type of person that if I don't feel like I'm going to be filled, 
<laughs> yeah. five days later, I'm not going to invest my time and money to that event. Yeah. My biggest thing, and, and, and you, you have a name for it, that emotional high. Mm -hmm. yeah, you're in there and they're, they're, they're speaking to you. You can relate to what they're saying. You're like, oh my gosh, she's talking about me. Oh my gosh, she's talking about me. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. You, you're their number one cheerleader for those five, six, eight hours. Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, okay, so now what do I do? I'm in my car and I'm like, okay, so when I get back home, mm -hmm. next. Yeah. You said strategy. I wrote that down and I got excited because that is my struggle, even with Peel Talk. You know, I, I, I struggle with that strategy and that uh, that you you put it as that dry period. Yes. Where you start to question mm -hmm. what you're doing and if it matters. It's so funny because our slogan is "Real Chatter Matters." Yes, the alignment. Yes, and your <laughs> message matters, and it's true because um, you spoke to it earlier. It's not just about me. It's about the people who will benefit from what I'm doing. Yes. What I'm sharing or trying to produce or reveal to the world. So yes. in that regard, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yes. Uh, so my message matter, it, it came out of the birth of your dry period. Yeah. Tell me about some of the uh, speakers that will be at this event. Awesome, awesome. I am excited to share that too because we have an amazing, 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 amazing lineup. Like it is almost unreal the kind of people we have coming to share at the My Message Matters conference. We have uh, keynoting the event. We have Miss Angela Spears. She's from the Jacksonville area. Yes, news anchor. Yes, she'll be talking about maxing out your message for media, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's a hurdle that a lot of entrepreneurs or authors, speakers, people who are building some business or enterprise around their gift, that's one of the pain points or the struggles that you, that in order for people to do business with you, they have to know you exist. And when you're afforded an opportunity for media, whether it be podcast or radio or TV, how do you max out those opportunities? Mm -hmm. So her talk will be centered around that. Uh, we have an, the international uh, powerhouse, Ms. Cheryl Woods, will be traveling from Maryland to Jacksonville, Florida next week, guys. Oh, it's like, oh, so she is phenomenal. If you guys don't know her, please Google her. Check her, Google, or go to YouTube mm -hmm. more specifically and find Ms. Cheryl Woods. She is a powerful motivational speaker and she's built a seven figure speaking business. Oh, wow. Okay. See, that, we that, that's where I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm yeah. trying to get to. But you know what? I'm, I'm just going to jump in right quick yeah. with that the seven figures. Mm -hmm. You spoke earlier that in other parts of the world, people invest in what Absolutely. they want. Yeah. And we, we, our society, in my opinion, we're immediate. We want to see it right mm -hmm. then and there. Yeah. That's a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's where that sociology degree is coming yes. in. Yes, because I'm, I'm bringing back to that degree in a minute, but go ahead. So we have Cheryl Wood, Angela Spears. Angela Spears, Cheryl Wood. We have Mr. Jack Manila, who's also from the Jacksonville area. He's the owner of Portofino Pools. Uh, and he has built several Fortune 500 companies from scratch. Mm. So this is someone who has years and years of experience on business building uh, and working for large corporate, you know, building something from small business to large corporate uh, 
to a structure. Like you mentioned earlier, I think we talked about morphing, taking something uh, from that idea phase, mm -hmm. fleshing, it out, fleshing it out, and morphing right. to something large and successful. So, I mean, getting people like this in a room to pour out is amazing. Yes. Uh, Jack Manila. We also have Mr. Jeff Schuford, who's from the Jacksonville area as well. Okay. Uh, he's doing a talk on, um, you know, learning how to write for major publications to grow your brand and your business. Again, guys, this is for entrepreneurs, small business owners. It's for people, you know, speakers, authors. These are strategies, right? If you right. notice each one of the, the, the talks, they touch on a specific part of what you should have in your strategy toolkit. But writing for major publications now brings you, your name, your business in front of the eyes of people outside of your sphere of influence. Yes. Right? So yes. his talk is, is amazing. We have um, Felicia Wright from Jacksonville, Florida as well. She's doing a talk on uh, marketing and branding. We have a few people traveling from Houston, Texas area. We have Amber Williams, Angela Denise. Uh, they're giving talks about relationships and just entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Chastity Alford from Jacksonville area. She's doing a talk on mindset mastery. So we've already said success happens here first, right? <laughs> so you said mindset mastery, and it sounds like a Snickers bar to me. Oh my yes, gosh. Mindset mastery. That's something, and you know, I'm gonna let her be great and give her talk, but I can say personally and professionally, I have done a lot of work getting my mind together. Okay. Mm, mm, <laughs> getting my mind mm. together. Uh, mm -hmm. We have Dr. Ann Mercer from Jacksonville, who's also a motivational speaker, powerful, powerful speaker. She's doing a talk on really understanding your purpose. Uh, Jay Graham is giving a talk on style, really how to, um, yes. I love Jay. <laughs> the power of presence. I love Jay. Yes. Jay I still have the Bantu knots going on. He made <laughs> it official. It is okay to be Tisha. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, and our, our um, you know, last but not least to mention, uh, Miss Deborah Bell Campbell, she's doing a Myers-Briggs, so she's a, a Myers-Briggs specialist. Oh, and wow. She's doing a talk on really just understanding who and how you are and how that prepares you to be a great leader, right? Mm. A lot of times we don't know how to deal with our own stuff and our own stuff will block us from success, but it's an amazing talk. You know, having her just share about the importance of leveraging your your strengths, right? Yes. Finding out what those things are and leveraging that to 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 drive your business, to launch your business. So yeah. This conference has gotten me super excited. Yes. You know, here here's here here's why it's exciting to me. Your conference identifies every aspect of entrepreneurship. Yes. You have literally put together a conference that starts from here mm -hmm. to here. Yes. Here. Yes. You have identified the mental, mm -hmm. the spiritual, mm -hmm. the physical part of being an entrepreneur. Yes. What a lot of people don't realize, and, and myself included, mm -hmm. is it's a lot of work doing it on your own. These corporations oh, yeah. make it look easy. You just hire some people to do the work you don't want to do and make money. No, there are highs and lows. And as I'm looking at you and I'm speaking this thought, Toys R Us just popped in my head. Mm -hmm. This was a family owned yeah. business. 
Wow. That stayed in their family for generations, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. This was someone's vision, yeah. their heart, right? They had to pour into this to birth it. It started off as one store and then it just became this morphous of all these stores. Mm -hmm. And at 44, we remember the Toys R Us commercials, right? We remember Jeffrey. Yeah. yeah. And it's gone. Mm -hmm. And as, as quick as, and, and here's something that was so ironic about what you said yeah. here. The day after he announced that it was going to close, mm -hmm. he passed away. Wow. That's how connected he was to this vision. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when when you're telling me about these guests and I'm like, okay, so who, who is this? What are they going to be doing? Yeah. I'm just excited to be able to attend an event that is literally going to touch every aspect oh, yes. of who I am as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. a promoter of entrepreneurs, and a small yeah. business owner. Yeah. So I'm just excited. I, I can't wait. He'll talk to me in the house. Yes, we should go through. Yes. I want to. I, I, I just want to let you know I haven't been to the event. And again, guys, this is only my second, third time speaking with Lindsay. But in the time that we've spoken on the phone, you are just an amazing woman. Oh. Um, we haven't touched on your full story, but we will be doing a soulful moment. Yeah, um, that's what I call it. My soulful segment. Um, yeah. We'll be doing a soulful segment um, so that you can share more of your story. Um, I just want to tell you, thank you again for joining us on the show for yeah. our business chatter segment. Um, before we wrap up, please share with our listeners mm -hmm. where they can find you and how they can contact you, not only um, to share their story and become an author, but to possibly utilize your services. Absolutely. Well, if I may, I want to drive people to Eventbrite, search for My Message Matters for the conference. It is Yes, you don't want to miss this amazing conference. Yes, July 24th, oh, excuse me, 21st, next Saturday, July 21st in Jacksonville, Florida. Tickets are still available, guys. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, at my message matters or instagram as well my message matters uh, and eventbrite tickets are being sold but if you go to any of those social media platforms there is a link to drive you to eventbrite to purchase a ticket you want to be in the room you want you, you want need to be you want to be you need to be in the room. You need to be right this is, you not this is a need this is, this yes, is a need, need. You are feeding the entrepreneur. Absolutely. You're leaving with a recipe for success. Come on now. <laughs> this is what I, this is my takeaway from today's interview. I'm going to my message matters because my message does matter. Real yeah. chatter does matter, mm -hmm. but yeah. we're walking away with a recipe for yeah. success. This is something that can be replicated and shared with others. Yeah. And your movement for those listeners who can't make it to Jacksonville, yeah. where are the other cities and the dates? Absolutely. Savannah, Georgia, July 28th, the very next Saturday. Okay. We are coming to Houston, Texas on August 18th. Okay. And Saginaw, Michigan, it's to be determined. We're looking at two dates in October, but we will communicate those dates on our social media page. Michigan. So, yes, yes. We're going to Saginaw, Michigan.
weekend. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I, you know, I'm so excited. I'm glad that I had the opportunity to meet you. Uh, Instagram is just a bucket of opportunities for yeah. Facebook is a bucket of opportunities as well as YouTube. Um, so thank you again, Lindsay, for coming on the show. Um, yes, and if I may, really quick, Fisha, yes. I did not tell people how to reach us for the author's pen. So my message okay. is our upcoming conference. But for authors, people who have a powerful story, right? People with a powerful message, a positive message, come see me because we do work on specific types of projects. We like to work on things that will educate, empower, inspire others, okay? And oh. if that is the type of message or story you want to birth out, you can find us at uh, The Author's Pen on Facebook and Instagram. Again, that's at The Author's Pen or our website, which is tapwriting.com. You can sign up for a free consultation and we can make it happen. Uh, you know what? I'm a little slow. I'm not shy about telling people that. But when I saw a tap, I was like, tap? What is The Author's Pen? The author's pen. <laughs> it's all right. I should have known better. I should have known better. Yes. Oh, that was awesome. This was a great interview. Um, a lot of insight, and I thank you for it again. And for my viewers and listeners, if you're new to this this uh, segment, remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Till Talk with Fisha. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, guys. We are not only on YouTube, we are also now on the Fire Stick um, under Till Talk with Fisha. Please like, share, and subscribe. And as always, remember, real chatter matters.